Yeah, of course. So okay. my name is Jessica Cording. I'm a registered dietitian, health coach, and author. So I work at the Valley Breast Center, um, at seeing patients as part of our SHINE program. So I work with, counsel them on nutrition and lifestyle for risk reduction and just optimal well-being at all phases of survivorship. My, my new book, The Farewell Tour, A Caregiver's Guide to Stress Management, Stay Nutrition and Better Sleep, just came out um, October of 2022. What was your first book? So my first book is called The Little Book of Game Changers, 50 Healthy Habits for Managing Stress and Anxiety. It came out in January of 2020. You're part of uh, an excellent program at Valley called Shine. So what do you do at Shine? I'm a registered dietitian and health coach. I counsel our survivorship patients at all all phases of survivorship, um, but I, I also work with our high-risk patients, you know, those who are mm-hmm. looking to reduce their risk of breast cancer. And you know, we talk about nutrition, exercise. I also happen to be a certified Pilates instructor. I don't teach Pilates mm-hmm. at Valley, but mm-hmm. I do talk with my patients about building healthy habits around exercise and helping them tap into what's the optimal exercise for them based on you know, what they enjoy, what what's going to consistently be a re- realistic part of their life. Mm-hmm. So I'm not giving exercise prescriptions, but we just talk about building healthy habits around movement. So, um, so it, it sounds like you're a little bit of a professional nag, are you? A nice nag, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, a part of it's accountability. You know, yeah. it's a big piece of the picture. You know, it's one something I think a lot of programs get wrong. And I mean, very broadly, you know, when you go on the internet and you look for, you know, nutrition programs sure. or health programs, you know, it's just people dropping education and kind of walking out of the room, right? But yeah. at the Shine program, you know, it's really important that we're talking about, you know, it's not just education, but you're also getting accountability and support along the way. Yes, yes. I have a friend who is non-athletic. I mean, she doesn't really like to move, or I should say she didn't like to move. And I've been hounding her for years. And finally, I don't know what it was, but a switch must have flipped in her head. And and not that I was all to blame or, or not for this, but she is getting she is getting moving every day now. And I and I'm so pleased and she's seeing results. And I guess with these people, they're highly motivated, aren't they, because of what they've gone through or because they see what they could be going through if they don't do something to prevent it. So that's a piece of it, you know, and it, it depends on the person. Some people are very motivated by that. You know, yeah. either they've been through the experience or someone in their family has. Um, but something I also see quite frequently is someone who's been, because of, you know, what they've been through, they've been out of a routine for a long time and they don't feel confident. And mm-hmm. we really work a lot on helping build their confidence as they reintroduce healthy eating habits and exercise and work on the mindset. About that mindset, sometimes people are depressed, right? Uh, they don't want to move, but it's sort of like chicken and egg, isn't it? Oh, it, yeah. Talk about that, if you would, to get people to actually get out there because you know that it works. You know that it would really improve their outlook. I mean, exercise is one of the best tools we have, not just for cancer risk reduction, but in terms of supporting mental health, supporting stable energy, blood sugar management, weight management, heart health. I mean, we have so much research on the mental and physical benefits of exercise, and it can be totally free. What's also exciting is that you don't have to be spending an hour in the gym to experience those benefits. You know, we have so many studies showing that even some movement will offer some benefit. So if someone has been 
you know, inactive for a long time or they're kind of just wanting to get started with exercise, we always, my team is very passionate about saying, just start with something, you know, even if it's a little bit, you know, and obviously safety first, you know, always, you know, talk to your provider and yeah. ease into it, but it can help with your energy, your mood, um, digestive regularity, and people do find that the mental health benefit can also add a boost to their self-esteem, which can help them stay motivated to continue to make healthy choices with movement, nutrition, and other areas of well-being. Yeah, and if you have a buddy, it can help too. That's uh, so Mm -hmm. important. I'm looking at your nutrition and lifestyle for risk reduction prepared by you, Jessica Cording, and I like your shopping lists. How did you compile them and why is it important to have a shopping list when you when you uh, go to the supermarket? So many of my patients over the years have shared that knowing what to what to eat, what to buy, what to cook can be so overwhelming. So I put a big emphasis on simplifying healthy routines. So I wanted to put together some sample meal plans complete with sample shopping lists. So that way for someone who's just kind of getting introduced to this idea of healthy eating to support risk reduction, which is a plant-forward Mediterranean-style diet based on based on research is what we recommend. You know, I want to give them examples of what to eat, what to look for in the store. That's It's important to me to give people tools to make these lifestyle changes approachable and sustainable. If somebody wants to check out some of the risk guidelines that you're talking about, what would they do? Where would they go? Obviously, if they're a patient with Valley, they can yes, come see yes. me. But mm-hmm. are one of our practitioners. But you know, we draw from recommendations from organizations such as the American Cancer Society and the American Institute for Cancer Research and other, you know, World Health Organization. Obviously as a dietitian, I do pay attention to USDA recommendations, FDA as well. So it's really coming from a lot of these sources where the emphasis on is on research based recommendations. I would say the internet is the wild west of health info yeah, you know it's really. unregulated it is and it can be really hard to tell what's credible and what's not so my team puts a big emphasis on research-based recommendations and if people want to come to valley uh, to your website which is great by the way wh- where would they find you obviously valleyhealth.com yes. is the main website but you can also just google valley shine program or valley health shine valley breast center we're also on instagram so for our users or for our audience or people who are interested in learning more about us um, who are on social media um, we can be found on instagram at valley breast center all one word so i i run our social media so i'm sharing a lot of recipes lifestyle content opportunities to ask questions live events so there's a lot of ways to connect with us I really like also that Shine is a community. And I think uh, yeah. a lot of times if you get sick or if, if you have a lot of risk factors and you're afraid that you could get sick, you feel really alone and isolated. And Shine and Valley is such a, a, a great, warm community. That's really important to us. You know, we want our patients to feel like they're part of a community and to just have the resources that they need. You know, we really we want to care for the whole person. Tell me about the Farewell Tour, a caregiver's guide to stress management, sane nutrition, and better sleep. That's a heartfelt story that you're telling in that book. So, you know, this book, it's my second book. Like many, many people, I have been through the experience of being a caregiver for an ailing parent. You know, it's something that so many people go through. And I, but I found, you know, I was 31 at the time. My father was diagnosed with inoperable advanced pancreatic cancer and which 
threw our lives upside down to help take care of him. It was just, you know, you had to get on, get on the boat. I just couldn't find any resources that spoke to me, you know, in terms of caregiver support. Yes, there are some wonderful organizations out there and there are books and resources available, but I wanted something that was engaging, useful, easy to digest, and also a little light. You know, it was such a dark time and we wanted to laugh. And the title comes from actually the term my father used to describe the last months of his life. He had an irreverent sense of humor um, and he worked in the music business. He, we would just jokingly call it the farewell tour um, or the cancer tour. I prefer to it wow. sometime in the book, yeah. but it was, um, you know, so it's part how to part personal story. And there's interviews with different health and wellness experts, as well as some musical artists and music industry professionals that he worked with throughout his career, just sharing, the, you know, their stories, their input, um, you know, what it's like to actually be on the road. As a, you know, yeah. in terms of how do you stay well or how do you not stay well when you're a touring artist. So it's, um, it's you know, it, it, it's a very heartfelt project. I, and I learned a lot about my father while I was working on it. I bet. And what a, what a nice way to, uh, to come together, especially at the end. It really brought, it, he had 15 months, which is almost unheard of in pancreatic cancer. You know, he used, yes. um, he had the benefit of trial drugs. That's why research is so important. Um, but we really, we made the best of that time we had. Did you have a playlist? I was interested in that, oh, yeah. of course, because he was in the music business. Yeah, so my father was, he made playlists obsessively. He was always making playlists. And so when I put this book together, you know, and that's a habit I got from him. I have a playlist for every project, every month of my life, practically, since probably high school when, you know, we first started doing that. But I put together a playlist comprised of songs that he was listening to throughout that time, songs that I was listening to throughout that time. I, I did a deep dive into both of our Spotify histories from <laughs> the, the, the months during his illness. And it was just, gosh, it was um, like time travel listening to some of those songs, but it, and a lot of it, a lot of really good memories too. Um, and it, just having a soundtrack for it. So that was, but music is just my family's love language. It was important to include that. That's brilliant, and uh, now you always have that as a as a, a base of your memory for that time. That's fantastic. Any song that really jogs your memory of what was going on at that time? Oh yeah, I mean for me, it's Elton John's Rocket Man. Oh, I um, love that. I, you know, I was living on the twenty third floor of a high rise in Manhattan at the time, and I just remember feeling like I was kind of up floating by myself in space. You know, the caregiver journey is so isolating. But yeah. that song actually came back the last day of his life. Um, he spent in the ICU and they uh, under sedation, and the doctors encouraged us to play music. So oh. I just remember sitting. I, I walked in, and my mother was sitting in the dark next to his bed, and the song Rocket Man is blaring <laughs> in this hospital room. And I just sat down next to her and we just listened to it. It was just a really beautiful moment that I'll always remember. Oh, that's lovely. Lovely. Anything else you, you want to say about Farewell Tour? Uh, where can people find this? So the Farewell Tour is available anywhere you purchase books, especially online. Simon & Schuster, their website, you can find it there. You can find it on Amazon, Target, Barnes & Noble, all the places. Excellent. And you can also visit my website if you're looking for it as well. Well, is there anything else you want to um, add, either about your book or about your uh, wonderful job at Valley? I mean, I would just say that, you know, for people who are feeling overwhelmed about 
making lifestyle changes to support risk reduction or just improve their well-being in any way on at any point on their journey, it doesn't have to be big sweeping changes. There is so much power in little little changes, tiny adjustments. And I, I always say, you know, start with this one little thing and you don't have to do it alone. You know, that's why we have people like me and my team to support you along the way. So always reach out for help if you are on a wellness journey and you need support. And you need a professional nag like Jessica Cording. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Cheerleader, Nag, whatever works. <laughs> uh, but a wonderful one at that. Well, thank you so much for uh, taking the time to talk to me today. It was uh, really great. You have a lot of great information. So uh, oh, thank you, Pat. 